$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Bigfoot Collectors Club presents Terrifying Tales from Zombie Bigfoot's Cryptid Crypt! <laughs> I know a ghost story about you! Welcome back to Zombie Bigfoot's Cryptid Crypt here on Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McHellion. With me always is your other host, Freitz Johnson. And our <laughs> supernatural pro Riley Brains. <laughs> That's right. All month long, we'll be pro- sharing extra creepies. Yeah, I know. Let's. We talked about it last pro week. Pro-Gur, still on the table. Yeah, it's still, still, yeah. still working. Pro-Gur. Hey, I would say, um, you know, comment or send us some uh, X's, but you know what? This episode will be up by then anyway, so it's, <laughs> it'll be too late. So, look, all month long, we'll be sharing extra creepy stories of high strangeness here on the regular feed and on our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, over at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. And remember, it's all leading up to our zombie Bigfoot's Clubhouse live stream on Friday, October 27th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Tickets will be on sale at popsylounge.com. And don't forget, for an additional VIP pass, you can meet and greet with us virtually, individually, Riley or Bryce or me after the show. If it sounds like I'm speeding through all of this, it's because I am, because we have a great guest that I want to get to right away. Boys, deep breaths. We're talking to a witch tonight. A good yes. witch. What? But before we bring in our guests, let's check in with the Club Scouts who have been following the show on their favorite podcast app and dropping us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Riley, who is our five-star Club Scout this week? It's from History Major 7 spelled very cleverly. Like chatting with friends. Discovered the podcast a while ago through the Distractable podcast. I've been hooked since my first listen, and Wednesdays don't feel the same without listening. Listening is like sitting with old friends on a weekly basis and just chatting. Keep up the great work, guys. You bring smiles to a lot of faces. Perhaps I'll finally be brave enough to share my experiences with high strangeness. Ooh, there, you go. Yes. there you go. We're all just buddies. All right. We're all just yeah. buddies here. Yeah. You know, send, your, send your buddies your story. Let's, let's hear it. History Remind major. me of that five-star Club Scouts uh, name again, please, it's, Riley. It, uh, history major, but it's H S T R Y M J R. Okay, well, 07. listen, history major, you write into us at Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail.com. Yep, with your story. We want to hear it. Just, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. read it on a Don't future show files. Okay, let's jump right in. Our guest this week is a psychic medium and good witch. You may know her from Ghost Adventures or her book, Old Magic for the Modern World. I hear my friend Willow barking in the background. Or as host of the podcast, The Witching Hour with Patty Negri, please welcome to the clubhouse, Patty Negri and Willow, it sounds like. (laughs) Yes, yes, she's right on cue. She's like, oh, don't bark now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's hopeless. So So, thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm excited. This is fun. Thanks for being here. So excited to have you here. For those of you listening at home, 
Patty and I are neighbors, and Willow is friends, very close friends with my dog Zozo. They especially get along, but knows Violet well as well. So uh, this has been a long time coming. I've I've known Patty for a while as the as the witch who lives up the hill from me, and uh, she's (laughs) a great neighbor, a lovely presence. I would say the belle of the vampire ball wherever she goes. Uh, Patty, welcome to the show. I, I wanted to. I was excited to learn. That you were born on October 13th, which not only makes you a oh. fellow Libra, but uh, that also means that your birthday falls on Friday the 13th this year. No. Yes, it does. That's and cool. everyone's welcome. We're having a big party at a club in Hollywood yet to be determined. Ooh. It's one of our vampire salons called Babylon. You don't cool. have to be a vampire to come, but you have to like them. Oh, um, vampires, so, I yeah. want to come as a vampire. Yeah, You should come as a vampire. I could put my fangs on right now, but this is audio. So oh, I've you got could come, Bryce, come as Bryce Johnson, leave as a vampire. There you it's go. Great. Yeah, good. Yeah. I have to trans... Yeah, yes. Trans, a transformation. Transformation. Yeah. Yeah. So, Patty, break it down for us. You're a witch, you're a psychic medium, part-time vampire. Like, well, you have many titles and many, many talents. <laughs> So what it is what is it that you do? <laughs> okay, well, I have been able to see through what we call the veil mm. since I was a little kid. Mm. Um, and I'm sorry about her. No, 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 no. We all have dogs. So, so <laughs> yeah. when I was a little kid, like as little as I can remember, I knew that those so-called imaginary friends little kids have weren't imaginary at all. They were real beings and spirits, and I could talk to. And they had interesting things to say. And I was always obsessed with the dead. But it wasn't necessarily in a darker, morbid way. I just knew they had a lot to say. So I literally did my first seance when I was seven or eight in my little suburban Los Angeles home. Um, I realized I didn't know dead people. So I'm calling every movie star you knew at seven or eight years old. Stuff tells <laughs> into the door. And this way, I just knew how to move energy to lift the veil. And this little windowless, lightless hallway filled with orbs and lights and shadows and moving and noises. As I ran screaming out of the house with my best friend, Sherry Jones, I was jumping up and down for joy at the same time going, this is real and this is controllable. And Mm. I've studied my entire life since then. Occult, science, religion, philosophy, occult, everything, metaphysics, to see this energy thing that I see. And so I could talk in any of those languages but it all comes down to energy. So I just became a seeker following different paths and fell and like, mm, this doesn't work. Mm, this is too squeaky clean and fell upon a pagan path way back when. And um, and it itself has evolved. Um, so I'm very elemental in my work. I'm too eclectic to say I'm any one thing other than a witch. I use the term good witch because I'm a big fan of Glinda. I have sure. the big dress. <laughs> um, no, I, I really do work in goodness because I'm not white or black, and that's ridiculous. But... Um, you know, I, I I figure you can get everything you want and you can from doing positive stuff. Why do you want to do negative stuff? Because not, again, heaven or hell. It's just you live in the Putting world you good create. Vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you live in the world you create. I know people who will go dark with their magic and then all of a sudden they're a lot more paranoid. They're all looking behind oh. their shoulder. They've got the angry. They get edgy. And I'm like. So not that. Mm-hmm. So so that's where I use the word good. That and I put on my Glenda dress. I'm working on trying to show up in a big bubble. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'm, you got to get working. that bubble. That really sells the effect. Well, you know, they make those big, like, kind of exercise bubble things, but it's getting them off the ground. I haven't yeah. figured out. Patty, so, I, I got I got to ask you, you know, one thing that you said is is that it's it's is this sort of uh this phenomena is repeatable and, and, and often provable. And if it's put to the test properly, you can actually sort of engage in these experiences. Can you talk yeah. more about that a little bit? Yeah. I, again, because I see energy and I look at it as this world and that world. The other side of our little three-dimensional gravity holds us down. Well, nothing solid. We know that seventh yeah. grade science. It's all moving atoms. But mm-hmm. on the other side is where all that other stuff lives. You know, ghosts, Bigfoot, cryptids, alien, whatever, not in our little dimension. Um, And I think I've studied so much and just kind of knew it naturally. Even on the witchy side of things, I would be in that same suburban backyard picking rosemary and picking mint and stuffing it in my mom's wallet, Mm. knowing it would give her more money. 
And she didn't quite know that. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> They're putting dirt in my purse. <laughs> no, this is money. You know, years later, I'm studying herbs and apothecary, and I was completely right, just in the blood. I think what's in us, and it's just... I think all of us, we have this intuition, we have this sight. I think we all could be see through the other side. But in our modern, Western, non-mystical, non-magical, left-brain logic rules everything world, it's taught out of us. That's why even like what you guys do shows that you guys do that. Go Wait, there's another possibility here of mm -hmm. everything that exists. Let's go back to the beginning, to when you were seven or eight years old. Let's dive into your personal paranormal okay. history here. I'm very intrigued. I, I, I'm, I, I'm glad Bryce locked into the aspect of this nature that might be uh, controllable or uh, repeatable, but I want to hear more about these orbs <laughs> that were flying around your hallway. I want to hear about... It sounds like it was very instinctual that you got into this stuff, but tell me about that first experience that you ever had. Was that that seance that you conducted when you were seven years old? Well, well, it was actually before that because I I was actually, which people who know me now are so surprised, but an extraordinarily shy kid and very kept to myself. And I had... A, a big imaginary world, my dolls, my stuffed animals, my little rubber critters and my Barbies and everything. I had this whole world. And again, I think when you have a good creative world, then you could step into the other real world. Um, but I had these little playmates. I had these little playmates that really weren't my imaginary friends. I think now I actually... Um, looking back at later, I go, some of them probably weren't ghosts. They probably were some kind of elemental or even mm. off-worlder or something. It's like, yeah, those weren't regular ghosts. Those were something else. But how, how were they manifesting at that young age? Would you see things, hear things? Uh, how would they present themselves? They, I would see things. I would hear things. And Almost like that, even now, you know, when you like you've had a dream and is it a dream or is it not a dream? You know, when you kind of live in that slightly altered. Oh, yeah. Wow. Imaginative state. It's like, oh, they just are there. Um, you know, some of my little girlfriend and my playmates didn't quite get it. It's like, well, we're going to go play with this and we're going to go play with that. Um, they just manifested. And, you know, once in my teenage years, I decided I want to be normal. I want to turn it off. I would mm -hmm. astral travel all the time. I went around wearing hats like in the 80s because. Because that's I didn't know how to keep in my body and stuff. <laughs> wow. Put a hat on. That's like Put a hat on, putting the convertible keep... lid on top so <laughs> totally, you don't go flying totally, out of the car. It totally yeah. works. Amazing. And at the same time, I kind of came up with an on-off switch for myself. Because um, I don't want to go to the grocery store and be Long Island medium and see, your mother wants to talk to you. Mm. You know, I, <laughs> not, not my business. Not me. So um, it so off switch, I could just be as mundane as everybody else, not seeing, not taking on somebody yeah. else's angst or headache. And then it makes the on switch that much stronger. Jeez. I mean, it's like, woo! it's like in the witchcraft, you have your broom on this side of the is this world and on the other <laughs> side is that world. So it makes it that much stronger. I, so all my years of learning to manipulate energy, I work with sound, I work with intent, I work with just energy itself. You can truly lift the veil. So therefore, you get into the paranormal world and pe people who know that uh, that do that, para paranormal investigators want me to come along because they're going to for sure get lots of information. They're going to have it. Get no guns. Let's call them in. Right. <laughs> well, and I love the way you're describing it. And Riley, you probably do, too. Is It's almost like as if, if it's this radio dial and you can sort yeah. of just yeah. tune in. And when you want to tune back out, very similar to uh, what John Keel called his super spectrum theory. It's sort of like what you're talking about, that these creatures, entities, whatever you have it or exist all around us. Only, you know, they're just outside of our uh, visible and audio spect uh, spectrum. We can't see them. Sometimes... Uh, people who are like tuned in a little bit better, like like Patty, you must be, uh, and, and you know to be able to tune that off is probably a, a great advantage as you, well. But gotta, if we could only learn how to adjust our crazy, own dials, yeah. you know what I mean? It, 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 it sounds very much like that. Can you Can talk you... a little bit more about the on-off switch? Like, what is? I think Riley and I were coming from the same place here, mm -hmm. right? I'm seeing mm -hmm. Riley nod his head. That's the question. Um, yeah. What? When did you discover? Oh, here's how I turn it down, and here's how I turn it back on. 
I used when I was a kid, and nobody understood why. I walked around with my thumb inside my fingers. You know how like you wrap your fingers like you're sucking your thumb, but it's your fingers, the palm of your hand is sucking your thumb. Mm-hmm. That was my off switch, and everybody's like, "Why are you doing that?" That I didn't realize. Now I don't have to do that anymore. Ooh. But I literally, I always, I like a physical action with a breath, with intent, mind, body, spirit. Like the twenty thousand psychology books are written, creation, working, dispatch, going into a witchcraft way. So I want to have an intent. I want to have an action, and I want to have a, a breath that puts it into action. So literally now, if I want to close it, I for one second will close my fingers around my thumb and go off, and I picture a old-fashioned light switch going off. Cool. I'm as mundane It's almost as like anybody. you're grounding yourself, wow. too, with you're your grounding thumbs. Yourself, I love and it. then like, on, I just kind of open my palms for one second. I don't have to walk around with them open. And on, it goes, Whoo! all right. the lights come on, the veil lifts. And it's really, it is a veil. Like, my seances that I'm known for, people actually feel it. It's almost like a curtain, a net going up. Mm. And then it might be sure I close it, and it's going back down. That's so, it really sounds like this must have been overwhelming for you as a kid. And I can only imagine that might have been really scary. Or did you have anyone in your life growing up as a kid that gave you a little bit of like, pulled you aside and said, okay, Patty, here's what's going on. I think that you might be tapped into something that most of us don't see. No, what was what was really funny and good and bad is that... Um, I, I luckily I was never told it was evil or bad or some religious weird thing. We were raised without any kind of religion. My mom would have been a good old Southern Protestant, and my dad would have been a nice Jewish boy from the middle the, from Turkey. Um, and but our his dad was this very famous psychoanalyst, philosopher, oh, Hollywood wow. Hollywood cool. dude. Um, hang out with Isaac Asimov, uh, Carl Sagan, Whoa. all these. Whoa. And he what was, was his like, name. Vitali Negri. I have statues of him. I collect his oh, books. Wow. He wrote about sex and God. He he hated every religion or spirituality. He thought it was a weakness. But though he knew more about it than anybody, he was very Freudian, very academic. And so religion was a dirty word in our house, pretty right. much. And I, But I would drive in with my mom in the back of a car and I drive by a church or a temple or a mosque, or a park, and I'd see the energy. I'm going, there's something in there, whatever mm. that is. I want to go there. But it was, again, we don't talk about that stuff. I'd never been. And I think I was 13 when I it, it, uh, I wanted to go to a, a regular plain old church because there was some cute rock band. You know, you're 13 years, some rock and roll Christian band. So some cute you know, Christian boy that draws you in. That's how they get you, Patty. I know. So I asked my, I was so scared to ask my mom, could I go to church? I mean, I would have been going, can I go to a wild party? Can I go to a parade? But can I? And and she just goes, you could do anything you want. I'm like, oh, I could do anything I want. And so I became a seeker. So I tried the Christian church thing and I'm like, yeah, I what I didn't like about them is I go, I'm trying everything because I see this stuff. And I said, my next like tomorrow, I'm going to go talk to the Buddhists mm. and this particular Christian I talked to. And they're not all like that by any means. He goes, oh, no, don't talk to a Buddhist about Christianity. That's a sin. Talk to us about Buddhism. <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay. no, that doesn't Red work flag. for me. I'm going to talk to a Buddhist about right. Buddhism and a Jew about Judaism <laughs> and a pagan about paganism. Well, and I, so that's when I found, again, since I was always in there hanging in trees anyway, when I found a pagan path, Wiccan in the early days of the, those 80s when all the new age stuff. Um, I just like, oh, this is me. And then it just kept going further and further out into every realm. It's so, uh, with all those disciplines, it seems so alchemical too. I love it. It's the the perfect upbringing for like a a seeker who's interested in in all those philosophies and metaphysics and and science and, and the occult and you know it's and it's all the friggin' same. Yeah, you know, such a it's nice, well-rounded education. Changed. It's if I read my grandpa's <laughs> books now, and he was wild for his age. He was wild. He was the nudist when way back in the forties and fifties. He was he lived with two of his wives at the same time. He <laughs> wow. was a vegan oh when people didn't do that. It was like I love grandpa. Oh my um, god, he was crazy. But I read his books now. His atheist, a practically evangelical atheist, leader of the Humanist Society right, of Friends. Right. I go, oh my God, Grandpa, you almost believe the same thing I do. You just use different words. You use science words. You use academic words. You yeah. use energetic and psychology words. But the through line to everything is almost the same. Yeah. What did he think about 
uh, this is your grandfather. What did he think about where you, your path in life? Well, sadly, he died when I was 17. Um, I know, which which killed me um, because he would sit in this chair. He he had this white fluff of crazy hair. He was very, very theatrical. Um, He made the TMZ of the day, whatever it was back then, all the time. (laughs) But I... I wish I could have known him more into adulthood. He just thought it was crazy. He he looked he 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 would he loved his children, but he would talk about it in his books, going, "Yeah, one married a Jew and one married a Protestant and one married a Catholic, and nobody's <laughs> following my path." But I I think I'm the biggest one following his path. Probably, I, I really am. Um, and he and he came to me once, which is okay, Grandpa. You don't believe in this shit, but hi. <laughs> when did that um, happen? Oh, several years ago, it, it but it was kind of like, yeah, oops. <laughs> he just stumbled in into yeah, the room. Well, no, it's just like, well, I guess when people again talking to Debbie, they're the same person they ever were. You don't become suddenly enlightened or or all holy. You're the same person you ever were, but you do kind of get a higher perspective. I mean, literally, maybe because you're in the heavens looking down, whatever right. your belief system. Um, so the, it, it, it's just more well-rounded. He's like, well, yeah, this is different. I still think uh, what the other side is, is kind of, you're going to get what you want. Almost the ancient Sumerian belief system um, going way back, mm-hmm. what kind of believed Let's you would it. go to the afterlife that you believed in. And I think that's if you believe in some pearly gates of whatever, you're going to get that. If you reincarnation, I do believe exists. I've been to too many. Um, but I think we're part of some great big consciousness. And I really think it's a little bit more like the Matrix than anything else that we kind of create it as we go. I've always kind of wondered that myself. And that's why I've always been like, you know, if you really sometimes you hear um, I remember this is I mean, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but like years ago, I was watching an episode of Most Haunted, which I loved. I loved Most Haunted, the British like ghost hunting show. And they talked about, you know, there was an old, really bad, like old captain that was still, you know, from like the 1600s that was haunting this house. And he was like, not a good dude. And they kind of figured out that maybe he was hanging around because he was really scared of going, crossing over and going to hell. Cause he thought that like, based on his behavior in life, that's where he would head. Right. And I've always kind of thought like, yeah, I kind of feel like depending on how you act and how you see yourself and how you see the other side will sort of predetermine what your experience might be like over there. So if you think you're a bad dude, you behave like a bad dude that's and you think fair. you're going to go to where bad dudes go, you might <laughs> end up going to a, a hell of your own creation. Right. I do not want to go to the afterlife in my life. You're not a bad friend. dude. <laughs> no, no. You're all right. And then you and then you're living and they're like, should have planned more. You had a whole life to plan your afterlife. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> but I, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, I think no, it's that if you can project what the other side looks to you, you might end up there. What do you think about that, Patty? I, I agree again, and I think what you're saying, bad dude. It's it's whether you want to use the, the Asian word karma for it, or you want to use cause and effect, action and reaction. And again, we all create. We know even from psychology, we are all creating our own world. My world isn't your world. We live in the same world and we cross paths, but our all perception of everything. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we do all share like multiple realities on this plane of existence. Most definitely. You know, like we can be walking and shopping in the same places and having completely different realities and how we perceive it and how we live it. I mean, I think we're living in an age where that's so obvious. Um, The internet really allows for that sort of thing too, I feel like. Um, Patty, when did you find your path as a pagan? When did you discover Wicca and go, if it is Wicca and go, okay, this is, this is where I land. Um, I think it was after sky. So it was in, into the eighties again, because at first it was that new age, that Shirley MacLaine out on a limb, but that was kind of pastel-y for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was Pat, Out on a Limb know. a book or that she wrote? Out or? on a Limb was a book, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. I love her. I mean, she was just brought spirituality to the masses, right. this new age kind of thing. But it was still a little squeaky, and I was more earthy. Mm-hmm. Not light, not dark, not good. I was just more earthy. So I did find a Wiccan path for it. I can't even call myself a Wiccan anymore. I mean, I'm not, not a Wiccan, but mm-hmm. I, 
it is just so expanded. I do a lot of chaos magic. I do a lot of ceremonial magic. And yeah. I do a lot of every other religion along along the way. So it's it's I, I'm a big old melting pot. I'll I'll draw from anybody. Um, You've leveled past pay uh, past <laughs> Wiccan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've leveled I, again, but that's a beautiful. Yeah. But I see, Wicca is a religion. Wicca is. Um, because I'm Presbyterian, I'm Wiccan, I'm ceremonial, I'm a Tholomite, I'm whatever. Um, or to or so which could be I'm a, I am a witch. It is my religion. I believe in a male female deity, more than one deity. We're all deities. I don't even really work with so much a person. I think it's us. Um, mm -hmm. But or it's a practice, the practice of witchcraft, which I am equally, if not more so, which means to do that, you're willing to take fate into your own hands and change it. There is a responsibility that goes with it because, again, cause and effect, action and reaction. But I'm not going to just wind blows you this way. Water rolls downhill. So many people in life well, I, now we go here. Now the weight is taking us here. Now it's like, mm, no, I want to climb up that mountain. I want to climb up that mountain. I'm not going to follow everybody here. Um, so that's what, to, whether you call it spell working, new age or call it manifestation and all that is, is I believe that, I believe that we are amazing beings that we could do. I'm supposed to be long dead years ago, you guys, health <laughs> issues, blah, blah, blah. Whoa. And, and I said, mm, no, I'm not going to buy. I mean, crazy. Did you have a near-death experience? I did not have a near-death experience. I was this perfect little suburban girl who um, they gave this drug in the 60s to pregnant women under the false belief it cured, uh, I mean, it prevented miscarriages. They knew it didn't work from the 55 before my mom ever took it, but it was the first big pharma. It was the first like you see the commercials running on the beach. I want that yeah. drug. I don't even know what it's for. It was the first big one of those. Wow. And they knew it didn't work, but they didn't know when we hit puberty, we didn't hit puberty right. We didn't. So girls were dropping like flies of cancers only seen in 80-year-old women. Uh, I didn't drop like a fly of cancer, but um, I basically went into menopause. I was 50 on the outside. My first surgery, I was nine on the inside. And they're like, oh, she's messed up. I, my first surgeries, I became a victim from age 15 to 30. Oh, Here no. I was, this magical girl. And, oh, she has every disease. Does she have fibromyalgia, lupus, ev everything wrong, everything wrong from this first synthetic hormone ever given. And they gave it to women. Um, so we were messed up. And then it was affecting boys. So by the time I was 30, again, I'm a magic girl and living a magical life, but I was a victim to this mm -hmm. medical thing. So when I was 30, a doctor said, Patty, you've messed up on your hormones so much that if you make it to 50, you probably won't. But if you do, you've got a tumor in your head. You've got a huge tumor in your pituitary. It's pushing on your, you're causing blindness on your, you have five fractures in your back because you have osteoporosis because you went menopausal at 15. You yeah. never had a period. And you have all this pre-carcinogenic. So if you make 50, you'll be in a wheelchair. And I. So he's saying being, all this stuff could happen to you down the she's line. She's saying that's what, all this. Well, she, probably, sorry, my, like, my apologies. Right, no, 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 that's the probability, the uh, diagnosis, the prognosis is I was had been sick for 15 years. And I just, I was kind of went, hmm, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm done with this. I believe in magic. I am a witch. I'm not going to be sick anymore. I haven't been sick in decades, you guys. Every Whoa. symptom I ever had went away. The weird rashes, you have to carry Medrol dose pack, this and arthritis, anything, gone, gone. So at 50, instead of being dead or in a wheelchair, as promised, I'm like, well, we live in Hollywood, right? I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm going to show myself and the world that we can do anything we want. Because I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, and all I see is that we give away our power all the time. Humans give away their power to other people. We give away our power to limp fear all the time, limiting belief systems. So I'm like, screw this. I'm gonna. I'm not dead. I haven't been healthy. I've been sick in 20 years. I'm going to do the world's hardest obstacle course. I'm gonna get on the TV show Wipeout because I'm supposed to be dead or in a wheelchair. So oh my I god, I did not expect this Wait, is where I we were going. Oh, and I hope you did. You literally get on the show Wipeout. I yes, I I beat a hundred thousand people using positive <laughs> magic. Wow. I'm like, 
Oh this my god! And John Henson used to be our neighbor too. He used to live on Ivory. Oh, I didn't know that. One of the hosts of that, and he, he was because I was president of the neighborhood at the time, and I called him like, "Hey, Doesn't John," me. and and he didn't know any of this. I just kept going audition, and I'm doing positive, forward moving manifestation magic. Going, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. Mm. The night before, he called me about. A Hollywood Dell neighborhood swap meet. I go, John, guess what? I'm going to be on your show tomorrow. He's like, what? I go, yeah. Do you have any hints? He's like, yeah, don't do it. what that's not what i want to hear no and then oh my god it's way out in the desert where you they cannot hear you scream and i get there and it's freezing there's wind like i love that this is where this all led to i see wind and i get there and i'm like oh yeah i'm afraid of heights this it was so cold and it was like 50 foot drops into barrels of waters and the big balls it took uh, everything in me to not get in my car and run and i'm like i can do this i could do this because in fear and fear fear can freeze you in your tracks or yeah. fear can inspire you i'm going with the inspire invigorate so the but then the first girl came back with like a fat lip i'm going i i can't i can't have that the second girl came back with welts across your thighs I'm like oh i can't God. i'm like but i'm gonna do it scariest hardest most painful most empowering thing i had ever done i did it i got to the thing i didn't get further because i wasn't a fast enough swimmer as you're being punched with it's all on the the internet so (laughs) so but i'm like look at what we can do if we believe it mind body spirit my grandpa's psychology creation working dispatch witchcraft and so and i'm like okay i did this so um i'm like Okay, that that could be a fluke, but it wasn't a fluke because I knew I was going to do it. I'm going I'm going to do something else to show that what we can do with ourselves. My husband won't let me in the kitchen. Nobody lets me in the kitchen. I got kicked out of home ec. I'm like, I'm going to cook for Gordon Ramsay. I'm going to be on MasterChef. Hundred thousand people later, I'm on MasterChef season three. As scary as Wipeout, I'm like. What the hell am I doing? Oh I'm in the MasterChef kitchen. I, I've totally played the witch card on that one. I'm like, <laughs> I made Aristos, son of Apollo, love pasta. And Gordon Ramsay is afraid of ghosts, you guys. He's afraid <laughs> of ghosts. He was sweat dripping down. Wow. Um, did not last long, but I got on it. Again, way over 100,000 months of auditions going, they're going to figure out I do not know what saute means. My first... <laughs> You are a powerful manifester. Patty, that is incredible. I got to know, what are you doing? This is amazing. What are you doing during the to manifest the these just goals that I love or like, you know what? I'm going to go do this. What are you are you doing chaos ritual? Everything. Are you doing I, uh like imagination work? Yeah, yeah like visualization. It, what are you doing? All of the world. It's all about focus. It's all about laser beam focus. Mm. You could do it Again, if you look at psychology, mind, body, spirit, we know we will never surpass our own belief system. We know that. So basically, if you don't think you could do something, if you have limiting beliefs, yeah. You have limiting beliefs. If you think right. you can conquer the world, those are the people who do it. Mind, body, you got to get off the couch. You got to take action. You want to get healthy, you get off the couch. Spirit, that's the part that people don't quite get, but that's the battery that makes it happen. You mm. act, it, that's hmm. the energy. You can actually get. Lots of ways. You could do it through your faith. Go to church. Go to temple prayer. You could do it new age. Vision boards and affirmations. You could do what I would do. Candle working, herbs and oils and chants and dancing around a bonfire. But you guys, all of you, could look at everything you've ever created in your life. You've believed you could do it. You believed you deserved it. You've gotten off the couch and you have some form of magic or faith behind it. The stuff you Hmm. haven't quite done, one or two of those things need tweaking. You tweaking and you could do it. I don't care if it's health. (sighs) Money, love, all the... I did it a third time, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did the physical thing. I should not have been on white pot. I did the... I cooked for Gordon Ramsay, Joe Bastianich, and Graham, whatever his name is. So then I go, okay. I what just next? Everything's in three. Three's a magical witch number. Yep. I'm watching America's Got Talent. I go, I'm not that talented. <laughs> I have no talent for America's Got Talent. I'm so going to get on America's Got Talent. No. So I am there at the audition... <laughs> L.A. Convention Center, me and 5,000 others, and they are at every convention center in the country going. And I totally played the psychic card on this one. I was going to read Howie Mandel's dog. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I love it. So, and through all the auditions, I, they're having me read his little chihuahua, and I'm going through it going, this is going to be a, a crash and burn. I love I love to crash and burn. But I go, and then we get there. We're at the Dolby Theater. I made it again 200,000 people later. I'm 
I'm on AGT. Um, And they're going, okay, on this one, um, make sure you get Howie on stage with you. I'm like, Oh, this is just before um, COVID, too. He goes, make sure you get and make sure you get down <coughs> on the dog's level. I'm like, yeah, OK, we're going make sure you get Howie Mandel on the dog's level with you. Oh, and we're not using that little chihuahua. We're using a big dog his kid's dog. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be crash okay. and burn. So, of course, it was the dog attack. We are rolling around on the <laughs> Dolby Theater, wrapped up in a leash together. I'm screaming. It's a cockfight trying to pick him up. But you can't touch Howie Mandel. Oh, <laughs> no. I haven't figured out my fourth thing yet. Well, but I love that. I could do that. Things I love I that you're do. like, I'm going to get on. I'm going to get on it. I'm, yeah. But I'm not necessarily going to win it. You're just, no, I don't ever you, care you got about on winning. there. I mean, yeah. That's all you needed to I'm, do. It's like you've discovered thing. a magic lamp. You know, you have I these. Have. Uh, it's incredible. If you could do it with your health and healing, you could do it with everything. Yeah. And I and I see it every day. I work with people every day. I mean, you don't have to be as ridiculous as I am to go, you know, cook for Gordon Ramsay or something. But you know, live the life you want to live. Yeah, to make fullest. make small changes in your life to make it better yeah. or improve. And yeah, yeah. that's that's or I love the ones. messaging. Yep. Yeah. Sleepy Club Scout Alert. Before you lay your head down for Betty Bye this evening, did you know that your temperature at nighttime can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? Did you know that? It's true. If you wake up too hot or too cold, mm -mm, no good. I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics to make temperature regulating bedding. TRB, so that you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. I love sleeping in my TRB. My TRB Miracle Made sheets, they make me feel just right for more Z's all night long, and they keep the alien grays away. Nice. And speaking of aliens, Miracle Made sheets have some features that are out of this world. <laughs> See what I did there? For example, they are self-cleaning. These sheets are infused with silver that pre- prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. That's a, a lot. Very yeah. close to 100. Leaving you them... might think bacteria is not growing in your bed, but it is. No, it's, I mean, yeah, bacteria is everywhere. But your Miracle Maze sheets will stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Yeah, boo. Sleeping on bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. I love my Miracle Maze sheets. I have them on my bed right now. And uh, you know what I got to say? I'm not breaking out. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling clean. I'm very comfy in them. And you know what? I might even just go commando tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. stopping me? No Do fear it. of asne. You're nope, good to go. Nope, it's going to be good. You'll find no zits on my butt cheeks with my Miracle Made sheets. They're so luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. And they feel n- as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Go to TryMiracle.com slash BCC to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo, BCC at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to TryMiracle.com and use the code BCC to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. BCC to treat yourself. Do it! Thank you, Miracle Maid, for sponsoring this episode and keeping my butt cheeks acne free. Well, Patty, I love all this stuff. This is great. And I'm glad that we got a good dose of like positive inspiration at the top of this episode because now. I want to talk about maybe some of the spookier aspects. Obviously, it's October. We're getting, you know, into zombie Bigfoot's cryptic crypt here. You do work in the uh, you're obviously a medium. So you you speak to the dead. 
I've seen you do a lot of like, I know you know Lin, our friend Linda the Ghost Hunter. So you've been on ghost hunts and you've been to haunted places. So you're into that stuff as well. Um, what is your work like in that realm? Um, always challenging and always fun. I love it because I do like a challenge, obviously. Um, and luckily, being on shows like Ghost Adventures and or working with Jack, all the different shows that I do, you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going to get. You know you're going to get the worst of the worst. And, it, and it's... I love it. I Because I, number one, I kept it really separate for years. And then because I ran a very corporate production company and I, these people can't know that I talk to the dead and dance around this. <laughs> after 2008 and the whole, I'm like, I am out of the, I did a reality show. I'm out of the broom closet. I'm out of the psychic medium closet. <laughs> and then 2015, I got on ghost adventures. It's, I love it because it's a challenge. You're going into insanity. I like, insanity <laughs> like the cecil hotel and you're oh go, you're going to a window where you want to jump out and why is zach bacon's yelling at me because i let him right to the one window somebody jumped out and i'm opening <laughs> the window going i gotta get out of here <laughs> in a trance state I'm like well, why is he yelling at me um so right uh, in, in other words if patty comes to inspect your hotel you better put some some nets or some <laughs> locks on the windows because she might yeah jump well, out my scariest one was right in our neighborhood, Michael. My okay. most insane. All right, let's take it easy here <laughs> because I, I've had some spooky things happen. Yeah. I've always thought there's stuff happening in this neighborhood. So, okay, let's hear it. Okay. Do you know the White House going up the hill that was built by Charlie Chaplin for one of his many girlfriends? It's a total party house, crazy party, which can bring in some weird stuff. Party house for years. Then the Rolling Stones manager bought it. So the Stones stayed there. Mamas and Papas, Graham Parsons, creative, high vibration people. Cool. Then they moved out. Then the guy who invented the real life sex doll moved in. Got too spooky for him. And then he moved what out. And then our neighbor for seven years, Marilyn Manson, moved in. Okay. And uh. he was there for seven years. And we were doing a documentary there about the house, this insane haunted house. Um, it looks like it was built by Masons or something like sacred geometry. There's literally a compass in the wooden floor, like cool. four-way spiral Whoa. staircase. Everything has got this like magical meaning to it. Um, but this one kid was getting, we we're doing, I was doing a seance, I was leading a seance, we're using Ouija, we're using, but I always say the one thing you just, you have to be, you, you can't be disrespectful. That's when trouble happens. But this one kid, maybe because he had, we had four cameras and he was on TV. He was young. When you're really young, past puberty, before you're too far into 20, you have so much life force. Mm. That's when poltergeisty stuff happens. I had a table full. I had a table full. So he was started saying really idiotic things. So first, really cool things were happening. Like the French doors flew open and everybody's, ah, the cameras caught it. And I'm going, wow, that's cool. I mean, I would never cheat a thing, but the spirit was getting pissed. That happened again. And then all of a sudden, a speaker on the floor um, by a radio came on white noise. It sounded just like a spirit box, just like a ghost box. Mm -hmm. ah, white noise. We looked later. It wasn't plugged in. But I felt this energy building, energy Whoa. building, energy building. I'm like... This this is not good. But the kid said something else really stupid. We're talking we're the, about the dirt basement where Marilyn recorded and all sorts of crazy stuff happens in the 30s. And he said something really stupid and not him, but the cameraman facing him burst into flames. What? Time out. Yeah. What? What are you talking about, Patty? He was not it, the back of him, a V like angel wings of fire. It's on camera. Like angel. He was not standing in front of a fireplace or a candle. It was it, the back the of his. Thing. So like the back of his shirt the, burst it, into a flames. A V up his back burst into flames. <laughs> Two cameras caught it, Michael. Two cameras caught it. One camera started filming the ceiling or the floor because you do test the metal of a camera person by a small room with a lot of people bursting into flames. <laughs> poor, his, this poor guy, he's facing wonder why everybody's screaming and pointing at him as wow. his back is on fire. So cool witch medium Patty me becomes medic Patty, of which I am. I'm EMT one. I'm cert certified. I'm... Uh, all that. I'm Jack like, drop and roll. Everyone. Shit. I'm like, this is not okay. Drop and roll. We are shutting it. I am shutting down this. I'm shutting my veil. Shutting it down. Shutting down. This is not okay. This this is really not okay. This doesn't happen on my map. Watch. The guy who caught on fire, who was a super skeptic, he's like, I I'm okay. He, he just like all final tapped out. He's like, I spontaneous combusted. Holy I, shit. Sure. 
His shirt burnt off him like it was a synthetic, but it was a what? cotton. It should not have went poof like a nylon, That's but it wild. did. I'm looking at the blistering across his back. I'm like, you have to go to the doctor. We're done. But he's like, no, I'm okay. We could go on. We could do this. And I'm like, uh, I talked to the spirits. This is and I'm why like, you guys can't do this. You can't. You can't do this. Um, but the guy's like, I, and I, the, this ghost kind of promised I'd be okay, kind of. And the kid was who caused this was no longer going to be a problem because he became the this choir boy in the corner, you know, shaking Stop his Stop mouthing hands. off. Oh, my yeah. God. This <laughs> is why you so don't we, be film crew on a ghost show. You, you know, you just you're a long, wrong place, time wrong time. On a <laughs> also, yes. Yeah, so, um, so literally, we, we were able to finish it. But the crazy part, which turns it into a good story, is three weeks later, the camera guy, um, well-known guy, Laurent Malachi, filmmaker, um, did the Brony movie. He goes, Patty, oh. look at my back. And where I'd seen the blistering across the small of his back, it had totally looked like he had got a tattoo of a dragon. No. What? Whoa. Open mouth, sharp teeth, winged head, into the shape of a Patty, serpent. What? This is the wildest I, story we've ever heard on true. this I, I've heard and, some and it's wild true, 100% stories. true. And I'm like, oh my God, you have a tramp stamp of a dragon oh on your back. Wait, when you say it looks like a tattoo, did it uh, Did it look like ink was there or just you no, can see the like faint scarring, image? Like the exact scarring. shape of a dragon. Scarring in the, and that, you guys, is the exact energy I called in to shut down the seance. I work dragon magic. It's Whoa. crossroads magic. Because that, that's And I'm like, I'm looking at, and he was so, he was like, he was, Fine, he's got a scar. He's got a, um, but he was so intrigued by this. He actually wrote a script about uh, a TV say, medium. He's not fine. He's show. probably this secretly guy, in therapy. This guy came. <laughs> yeah, this like guy came in to film something he, yeah. he didn't believe in, and he left with yeah. like, I have to write yeah. a script. Could you imagine? His, <laughs> could you imagine his story and community? So I uh, spontaneously combusted at a and he's got it at a haunted film. ghost yeah, house. He, you know. he wrote it. He wrote it with Stephen Norrington, actually That's the guy amazing. who wrote League of Extraordinary. Extraordinary Gentleman and the Blade series, and it's all about this TV medium, and then it turns into a, a the kind of horror film I love, the scary, funny part. That is um, they haven't wild. done it yet. I hope somebody fabulous plays me. But I did again talking about ghost shows and movies and horror. I sat down with him for five hours, and I go, Laurent, you cannot say that on camera. You cannot have an actor say that. He goes, but you said that. I go, I know I said that. That opens. That's an energy mover. Wow. You don't want to be one of those cursed horror films, we do you? Oh it it happens gosh, all the time. Right. All those films where the actors all die at 27. You know, it's like, no. So we change the words that they sound as spooky or as mystical, but they won't open a portal to hell. And this that, all okay. happened on a house near Michael Street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Five so great. That's like, so great. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. Yes, Bryce, you wouldn't be yes. saying the same thing if this was around your neighborhood. <laughs> Wait, Such a good did, story. Did this footage air? Like, um, I there's some of this footage I found. I, he's got it because he was doing a fun thing. There's clips of it. There's a little things have been done on it, but it's geez. never been put into the film or in that the. For it never got reason, produced they, into a full show. It did yeah. not get pulled, produced into the thing <clears throat> because of the stuff that happened. And the guy who owned the house at the time kicked everybody out. It, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you did start a fire in his house. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 He didn't want fire. me to come back. <laughs> okay. You said to a couple things. Uh, I, I, I just want to, because I this story so is wild things. and I love it. I have a few things here. Okay. First of all, what type of entity uh, were you were you dealing with and then i have two follow-up questions okay it was a cranky cranky ass ghost it was not a demon i sincerely think that demons get way too much credit i think that 90 percent of what especially television says is that demons could be the title is, of this episode demons get way too much cranky in life cranky in death Big in life, big in death. If you are Bob the Quiet Banker in your cubicle, you're going to be Bob the Quiet Ghost. These were these were big old Hollywood ghosts hanging out and theatrical, and he just didn't like these smart ass kids and showed them. <laughs> put, 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 yeah, put yeah, a out on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, 
Ghost, well, I have a go, question go ahead, about Riley, ghosts. Yeah. Um, just, I, I'm curious about your perspective. Like, is it a, is it a one to one of like person who who lived and then the ghost form is their form of that? Is it more of a time echo thing? Is it, a, is it a, 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 you know, a fractaling sort of splinter off of a personality? Like, how, how do you see it? What, what's your perspective? I, yeah, I see the front. I, I do not believe there is time and space on the other side, which is hard for our little human mind. So you could be not born yet, dead already, hanging yep. out and whatever your version of this heaven. This is why and everyone was confused. Confused by the finale of Lost, okay? And we can talk about that at a different time. So I, so I don't think it exists. I don't think, and I have a story to that is probably more than you want to hear, but I know who I was in a past life. I've picked out the house not knowing the address. I've known every inch of it. I saw where I am at Hollywood forever. I knew this person. And then whoa. she came to a seance. It's like, whoa, there goes my whole philosophy of life. I whoa. think you get essences of. I'm not, somebody who thinks they're Cleopatra or George Washington, you maybe got some essences, the karmic lines. I don't think it's or, you're Michael this life and then you're the full reincarnation of Michael in the or, next life. Or hmm. if there is no okay. time space on the other side, then you could theoretically make, contact with your own spirit on the other side yeah. because yeah. they're not they don't play by linear time rules so yeah. that that actually to me makes perfect yeah. sense um what okay you mentioned two other things dragon magic which is a new term on the show and you talked about the crossroads what what are you yeah. what are those okay. things okay crossroads cross okay think about crossroads in energy whether you believe dragons are real fairies are it's an energy form. Energy is real. Crossroads magic is where you can cause shift and change. That's why hoodoo, voodoo, craft, you take it to the crossroads. But think mm. if you're driving down the street. Anybody, you're driving down the street. You go one way or you go the other way. Two ways. That's your only option if you're on the street. As soon as you go to an intersection, you have options. Now there's four ways you can go or a three-way. So that the energy of that is crossroads. Dragons are crossroads energy. Mm. I do believe they're mm. fire-breathing beasts been around forever. But if, if you look at even mythos or religion, okay, angels are one thing. Angels are in the heavens. They can do two things, enlighten and protect, because they're holy. They're they're dextral. They don't have a sinstral side. They can only do whatever's right. Sinstral, the word sin comes from sinstral, but it, it means shift, not what Judeo-Christian means of, of evil. It means shift. But angels yeah, more aren't going to you know, get you that job or have the Dodgers win. I broke the—I didn't break the—dragons dra broke the Dodgers curse. <laughs> I, the L.A. Dodgers called yes. me in. I'm there with Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete and Vic Brick on talk radio chanting to a dragon. And then what? Anyway, besides the fact—so anyway, dragons— Yes. Get, no, no, no. Um, dragon. I love all of this. I, Please. I keep people to, to ch dragons can fly between heaven and earth, right? Mm -hmm. Philosophically, mythologically. So they live at those crossroads. I charge get people to charge little, the cheapest plastic dragons you can get, little rubber dragons, and we breathe life into them and you feed them every day. They don't eat, but they drink and they drink a lot. You fit a little cup a lid of water under them mm -hmm. um since i've been teaching people how to create real that's a fetish not like a tickle your foot fetish but like a living spirit a dragon fetish golem and right. egregore it's it, it's a, a real living being out of yeah. an inanimate spirit we do it all the time kind of like a tulpa here. yeah tulpa it's exactly what it is so um i've seen it stop abusive relationships L.A. Dodgers curse, the Sports Illustrated curse. Mm -hmm. They won, won, won. They charged the Blue Dragon. We made ESPN national. They're like, and here's what the crazy people in Los Angeles are doing. Dragon <laughs> Dragon I just want to see you, like, fly over Dodger Stadium on a Blue Dragon and then just, I, like, I toast. I am so working on the Astros But or again, something. so, Dragon, and I, and actually, like, if you travel, bring your Dragon or leave it home. It doesn't have to eat. I, one girl has a girl's weekend in Vegas. Um you know, leave the family home. And all of a sudden she grabbed her two girlfriends. She said, my dragon had to leave, said leave now. And they're like, are you crazy with what we paid for these tickets and whoever's on stage? And what do you mean you have a dragon? She drug them no. out seconds later, that massacre at Mandalay Bay started <gasps> right where they stood. No. Right. Th that guy who like fishbowl yeah, yeah. automatic weapon. And she Whoa. said, my dragon had a literal voice that said, leave now. So Whoa. your dragon, when you create this entity, this fetish, this golem, this whatever, this tulpa, they're powerful as you give them. So you got everybody needs a dragon. So are we saying that um, 
certain types of energies dwell at what you would call the crossroads. Dragons are one of them. Like the, a Bigfoot, Bigfoot could be one of those. Is that um, what you're saying? Yeah, or is, yes, or is the yeah. dragon, is dragon something different from something you might meet at the quote unquote crossroads? No, dragons can, <clears throat> can work the crossroads. They don't have to stay there because they can Got fly it. here and they can fly there and they could, they're really good worker. They're not to mutually get, exclusive. They're not mutual excuses, but anything you work crossroads energy and believe me, Willetta Ivorine is a three-way crossroads that I've used so much. I'm going to go put these bird seeds down here and see where we're going. Um, it, it's just, it's energy. It's energy. Mm -hmm. Whether you believe the mystical, myth, mythical stuff of it or the magic, it's the energy that's created. Wow. That's so, I man, I want to get a dragon. You got to teach me I've, how to I've get a dragon. I've got dragons for you. I will give you a dragon for all of you. <laughs> Great. Okay. I, can't, I honestly can't tell you. I mean, I can't tell you because my whole life is a non-disclosure agreement. How many like Academy Award winner people Patty, and politicians <laughs> have our pla my plastic dragon going, okay, dragon, in their little tip away. This is what I need just today. just lit up like two gold coins when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in your face. You got it, Robert. I can't you wait. Say. <laughs> I, well, sadly, we are running out of time. I this can't has believe been it. It's maybe the by. fastest episode. Patty, I think people will be upset if we don't do this. Can we play a very quick game that we play with all of yes. our guests? I this love is, games. This is just for shits and giggles we're, we're i'm gonna go down a list of phenomena if you're open to it you're gonna say believe it if you're not open to it you're gonna say bullshit this is sort of like you gotta okay. come down on one side of the fence obviously if there's something you fall a little in between of in between we, we can come back and revisit revisit those okay this is a game that we call bullshit or believe it now do you mind swearing for this one you can say bs if you don't want to swear that's okay, okay too. i know i can swear okay great uh, this is the Halloween edition, by the way. Here we go. Patty Negri, on your mark, get set. Ghosts. Believe it. Bigfoot. Believe it. UFOs. Believe it. Vampires. Believe it. Werewolves. Believe it. Witches. Believe it. Shapeshifters. Believe it. Chupacabras. Believe it. Zombies. B mm, bullshit. Levitation. Believe it. The mummy's curse. Believe it. Seances. Believe it. Tarot cards. Believe them. Crystal balls. Believe them. Have Psych several. Psychic <laughs> premonitions. Believe. Believe it. Ouija boards. Believe them. Shadow men. Believe them. Haunted objects. Believe it. Have several. That doll right there. I was wondering oh, about boy. that background. I just saw <laughs> yeah. I just I saw just that now I'm terrible. <laughs> That's so funny how I didn't notice it before. Now I can't. Yeah. Oh, I know. She moves, she winks, she does everything. Oh, okay. I thought I just saw her blink and I'm not kidding. Um demonic possession. Believe it. Usually overrated. Goblins. Believe them. And finally, haunted houses, the amusement park variety. <laughs> Amusement park. I don't know what that means, what but does I believe mean? them. You know, like how Halloween Horror Nights. Do you like to go to like haunted oh, houses? Oh, I love, I love oh. them. I love to get scared. <laughs> yeah, I love, to, okay. I love a jump, good jump scare. Ah, well, you know, Universal. They're running at you with chainsaws. Yes. Well, this well is great. Done. You, well you crushed done. that, by the way. Can ah. we talk about this haunted doll that we have sitting over your shoulder yes. here? This is Belle. She is 110 years old now. Hmm. I, I've literally had a doll with all my hands up here move on to screen and off. It was caught. I have a school. I have a, a werewolf. That I did not at my see school, that doll earlier. I'm now partner. convinced that it's it, it no, walked no. in the frame. She was given to me by a girl in Belgium because this doll had made her sick for three years and made her hair fall out. And this girl had seen me doing a seance with Peggy the doll, what Zach Bagans, this more famous who has given like two people heart attacks and made people sick. I I had been flown to Vegas to do, I'm hitting this little doll's hand doing a seance with Peggy the doll. And she figured if I could handle Peggy, I could handle Belle. She sent me Belle. Belle was so powerful. I had never done a Facebook Live. This was years ago. Just, I said, the doll wants me to open her on cage, on on camera. 50,000 views. I don't get 50,000 views. It was the doll that did. But she was dark. I would not let the sun set with that. I didn't want my hair to fall out. So I banished the dark, whatever that was, holding on to her. And then this sweet little girl came out. But mm. I used to have to keep herb, the herb rue in her little hand because she would 
drain people's energy so fast. Whoa. She runs around. We'll be downstairs in the drum room, and she'll be running around, and you hear her upstairs. So, be, I mean, I was worried about this haunted house, but now I'm more worried about this haunted doll living up the hill for me. <laughs> <laughs> I could bring her over. No, she's oh, chilling now. She she's good. I, uh, I appreciate <laughs> She 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 moves around. You hear her moving around. Will you come into the room and find her in a different place? Not usually. It's more subtle than that. You hear that, but you haven't. I haven't. You know, seen her move. My dragons move. Okay. They like to look out the window slowly because they're little. What, well, um, no, I have Willow. That might be just Willow because she likes to look no, out the window. No, it's way up there. She's by. very oh, short. Okay. <laughs> what what does yeah. the dragon moving sound like? Oh, it doesn't sound like anything, but there are these little plastic dragons. I usually have one right here, but again, I'm packing everything. They slowly move to look out the window every day, kind of like, you know, the flowers that move towards uh -huh. the sun. Oh, whoa. Mm. Okay, and they so, drink. No, please. At different amounts. Well, I say, so So basically, you'll send Riley and me some dragons, and then we'll send yeah. that doll over to Bryce's house. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very funny. Very funny, Michael. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wild stuff, Patty. We have to have you back on the show at some point so we can yeah. get into I'd love to. You, you guys are uh, You're fun. obviously a, a wellspring of, of information and good stories. Where can people find your work? And obviously, it's October. This is October 11th, so happy birthday. Just a couple days thank, in advance. Thank you. Two more days is my birthday. Friday the 13th. I um, love it. And I have. Yeah, you've yeah. got a bunch of stuff coming up in October. So where I can people find you? Live stuff. I'm going to be October 22nd doing it at Haunted Hill House in Texas. And then I'm heading mid-Michigan Paracon on TV. I have a new show on one of the Fox streaming channels right now about haunted hotels we just shot at the Biltmore. That just dropped this week for it's October 11th. I have a brand new Ghost Adventures coming out October 25th. I saw spooky, spooky um, Scotty's Castle in Death Valley. I have a new one out with the Ghost Finders on my network on Paraflix. Cool. So I'm everywhere. Killer. Just go to my website, pattynegri.com. working witch in Hollywood, I would say. Every time <laughs> yeah. I run mm -hmm. into you, you're like headed for the airport. You're heading. Yeah. To, yeah. You're, you're someplace new. That's amazing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put up your, uh, your uh, website in the show notes of this episode. Thanks. So if you're on your app, scroll down, click on that, and you'll be able to find Patty. Patty, thank you so much for being on the show. We we really appreciate what a pleasure. it. What a joy. And uh, we look for our dragons in the mail, please. Yes, yes. I'm going to hand them to <laughs> you. I'll just walk you. up the hill. Yeah, Even I can, better. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got to. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Patty. Well, great. In addition to Alien Grays, I've got haunted dolls walking around my neighborhood. I'm not happy about this. I better get a dragon so to stand guard. I don't know. Who was ex I was not expecting that. That was no. Like, no. Yes. Who, how I, how do you prepare for that? So uh, many unexpected turns in that conversation. Geez. Riley, uh, I think this might uh, you might need to second guess your uh, side gig as a DP because I seriously. <laughs> I, I can't be spontaneously combusting. I have things no. to do. <laughs> that, that equipment's expensive. Uh, we need to find that footage. I need to see this. Yeah, we need to, That's we need to see crazy. this. That's crazy. This yes. is wild. Well, we, a big shit. thanks to Patty Negri and a big thanks to you, the listeners, especially our friends who recently joined BCC, the other side. It's time to thank our 10 Freaky Friends of the Week. Yes, oh. thank you. Uh, all right, Whoa. Robert Sassaman. Thank you, Robert. Dustin Halbert. Thank you. Ty999. Thanks, Ty999. See what you're doing there. Hiding 666. <laughs> Carla Monterey. Thanks, Carla. Ian Stouffer. Thanks, Ian. Joseph Hilario Cosmeteer. Thank you, Joseph. Welcome. Rhonda Gublier. Uh, Thanks, Rhonda. Let me get this. Gulliver. Thank you. Gulliver. Yeah, thank you, Rhonda. Mecca Myers. Uh, thank you. Misha? Misha? Mecca? Mecca? I say Mecca. Maybe Misha. Yeah, M-E-C-A-H? You know Thanks to both of you. Mika, or, Mecca. You know. I was thinking Mecca, like, you know, you're going up against right, Kaiju right, right, or something. Right. Well, well, welcome uh, to the Patreon. Thank you very much, Joshua Veal. Thanks, Josh. And uh, our favorite name of the week, Spencer Briggswood. Oh, thank you, Spencer. Sounds thank like you. An elf. I mm. like, it, like it when the Distinguished elves, elf. Yeah, yeah, distinguished elves join us. Uh, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Instagram at Bigfoot Collectors Club. It really is the sort of visual aspect of the show. 
over there. We are at Bigfoot Pod on uh, what are the old TikTok. Uh, we're also on Threads at Bigfoot Collectors Club. Make sure you follow us on all those things. Uh, you too can become a freaky friend when you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club, and unlock total access to three bonus episodes every month, merch discounts, the BCC Discord, and more. Upgrade to the Cosmeteer membership to unlock three bonus music tracks from super producer Riley every month. Uh, uh, reminder, everybody will be doing the Zombie Big House Clubhouse, Zombie Bigfoot Clubhouse live stream on October 27th on popsylounge.com. Get your tickets over there. 6 p.m. Pacific time. You'll still have time to go out and uh, hit all of your Halloween parties after we wrap. I'm at McMills on Instagram. Bryce, yes. what do you got? Hey, uh, we are back tonight. Expedition Bigfoot to finish off the final four of Expedition Bigfoot Alaska. So we had those two weeks off. Welcome back. Uh, hope you're catching up. And then it'll be on streaming November 2nd is what I'm oh, being told. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get ready for that. Uh, hope you're Great. enjoying that. Awesome. And uh, I'll be on tour the first couple weeks of November with Tommy. So check out uh, the name Tommy on Instagram to get these specifics on that. If you're on the West Coast, we're likely coming to a city near you. And uh, I'm, of course, Peace Drone on the old Instagram. Excellent. All right. Well, we're crossing over to the other side right now to discuss the origins of Friday the 13th. If we don't see you there, we'll see you back here next Wednesday for an all-new episode of Zombie Bigfoot's Cryptid Crypt right here on Bigfoot Collectors Club. Until then, good night. And go get regressed. Bigfoot Collectors Club is executive produced by Michael McMillan, Riley Bray, and Bryce Johnson. Our show is engineered, produced, and scored by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters. Follow them on Spotify. Want more BCC? For exclusive full-length episodes every month and total access to the other side, check out patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.